It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. The following is a clip from the morning show with Preston Scott. He's a regular guest with us now. We've arranged to have Mark on the program at least once a month. And Mark, welcome back to the show. How are you, sir? Good morning. It's great to be with you. Mark, as you step back and look at the last seven to ten days of Supreme Court rulings that have been released, what is your impression of not just the rulings, but the reaction? Yeah, I would say in regard to the rulings, as, as a constitutional lawyer, somebody that deals with the Constitution day in and day out, I can definitively say this is the single greatest uh, Supreme Court term in, in the history of the country. I mean, so many solid decisions, things that should have been done long, long ago. What we see is the United States Supreme Court returning to textualism, to originalism, so many of them, so good. I mean, it's hard to cover them all in, in even a half an hour. It's just been such an extraordinary week. And in regard to the reactions, what you see are the reactions of people who actually don't believe in the Constitution of the United States of America. They don't believe that it should be our governing document. They believe it's some sort of weird, what they call living document that should do whatever they want it to do. But I just think it's a great week for liberty. Aren't we seeing in that reaction play out what John Adams said in 1798, quoting, our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Isn't that really what we're seeing? Yeah, I think we've been seeing that play out widely in our culture and in our legal system for not just this week, but for a very long time. You know, the document does a fantastic job, the best job that's ever been done of setting up a system of governance, but it does require people with a set of moral values and religious values similar to that of the founders. And certainly on a, on a broad spread of society, we don't have that today. Mark, I want to, in the next segment, talk about the Convention of States and kind of reset for listeners that are new what it is and what it is not. But I also want to, I want to drill just a little further. You know, one of the things that occurs to me, I've been getting a lot of email, as you would expect. I'm sure you get emailed to a large degree of people that are, that are talking about these recent rulings and, and how the left is interpreting it as a court that's out of balance. We need court packing. We need to reshape the court. And, and I pose and, and offer that this is a court of originalists that make up the majority, not activists, and I think we ought to get away from conservative and liberal. I think we ought to go to activists and, and, and originalists. But that what we're watching is an out-of-balance legislative set of actions on a state and national level that are being rebuked by the Constitution. Is that a fair appraisal? I think it's absolutely accurate. I think what, what the court has viewed itself in the past is as a what I would describe as a supra-legislature. In other words, they were imposing legislative edicts on the country from on high, nine folks in robes deciding what the policy should be for the entire United States. That's not the job of courts, and specifically not the job of the United States Supreme Court. So now we've returned to the court as what it's intended to be, 
which is just deeming what the original intent of the writers of the Constitution was, and they're doing an excellent job of it. Mark Meckler with me from the Convention of States. You can go to conventionofstates.com, get all kinds of information. This is a growing, literally, movement made up of states whose legislatures have passed a proposition to take part in to call for a convention of states what what is that what does that mean the process we'll talk about that next with mark meckler on the morning show with preston scott convention of states it's called an article five convention of states that's my tee up mark (laughs) explain to our listeners exactly what it is that's happening in legislatures across the country what they're discussing Well, what they're discussing is the Constitution, as we've been discussing, and Article 5 of the United States Constitution, it gives us the ways by which we might amend our Constitution if we deem it necessary. We have 27 amendments. All of them have been through the first article of Article 5, or the first clause, and that says whenever two-thirds of both houses of Congress desire an amendment, they can propose it. It goes out to the states for ratification by three-quarters of the states. In the case of the second clause, it says that whenever the states deem it necessary, if two-thirds of the states request a convention for proposing amendments, they can then gather in convention, propose amendments, and then those amendments again go out to the states for ratification. Importantly, that clause was put in the Constitution by the framers of the Constitution because they felt that there had to be a way for the states to push back against the federal government if the federal government got out of control. In other words, they knew... Congress would never propose amendments to restrain its own tyranny. So they gave us this method, and today it's being used by states all across the country. 19 out of 34 states have called for such a convention right now. How many would you consider to be states that are in the consideration stage? Well, I think we've right now, specifically this year, most of the legislatures are out of session, but specifically we have North Carolina very close. They've passed the House. And they're moving in the Senate right now. We have Pennsylvania and Ohio on the move right now. Those are year-round legislatures. So that could potentially take us to 22 states this year. And then we have at least another 10 states that are under serious consideration over the next couple of sessions. Specifically, what are the issues that a convention of state... Wow, we're getting some massive feedback through the phone system there. Um, What are the specific issues that a convention of states would be addressing, that legislatures are placing in whatever they're passing? There are three subject matter areas. So the things that can be discussed at convention are very limited. They can discuss anything that would impose fiscal restraints on the federal government. So that would include things like a balanced budget amendment, limitations on taxes like tax caps, spending caps maybe tied to gross domestic product or population plus inflation. They can discuss anything that would impose term limits on federal officials and Congress. That says federal officials because that means the deep state, any staffers, bureaucrats, people that are in Washington, D.C. way too long and have way too much power. And then finally, anything that would impose what are called scope or jurisdictional restraints on the federal government. To me, this is really the most important, maybe the least obvious. It means we can literally say you're going to go back to the enumerated powers. We're going to get rid of the Department of Education and Energy and Healthcare the environment, things that the federal government was never meant to be involved in, that the states were meant to handle on their own. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Mark, tell me a little bit about the, the, the myths surrounding this, and, and it's something we touch on when we visit, because there's the, the, the constant noise is it's going to be a runaway convention. They'll start bringing up all kinds of things. That simply isn't possible, right? No, it's not possible. That's a myth that was created by the radical left in America to push back against this, to keep conservatives from using the Constitution to save the Constitution. If you just think about it logically using the math, even if something crazy happened at convention, it takes 38 states to ratify anything that comes out of convention. It's just a suggestion. And I would encourage listeners who are might be afraid of this to think of anything they'd be worried about and then try to list the 38 states that would ratify it. And I would say, literally, you can't do that on, on either side of the political spectrum. Nothing really radically leftist, nothing really radically conservative could come out of convention and be ratified. Mark, Mark Meckler with us this morning on The Morning Show with Preston Scott. We're going to talk some more about the Convention of States. I want to specifically talk about some of the pushback that, that happens that he faces. Uh, I got a chance to watch a hearing and uh, some comments that he made before the Ohio uh, Senate subcommittee, and uh, we'll get to that and more next on the morning show with Preston Scott. Convention of States, will it happen? Joining me is President Mark Meckler, and again, you can get information on it. Love to have you part of the uh, petition process, and uh, more than anything else, because if you're in Florida and uh, Georgia's signed up, right? Yeah, Georgia was actually our first state, so they they have a special place in my heart. So Georgia and Florida are in, and of course the bulk of our of our broadcast radio listeners are in Florida and Georgia, but um, but other states are 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 considering it. And one of the things I wanted you to just talk about briefly is just some of the pushback that you get. You testified and spoke before the Ohio Senate, uh, one of their subcommittees on this. What was that all about? And so I travel around the country. I've been in 48 state legislatures around the country. And, and what I do is I go in and I give what they call expert testimony about convention of states. I answer questions. And, and then I have to sit and listen to opponent testimony, people who are opposed to convention of states. And, and one of the things that happened in Ohio, and it happens all the time, I get what I would describe as very obnoxious, abusive testimony against convention of states. I never mind having a discussion on the facts. But sometimes it gets people who just issue crazy, slanderous stuff, and they stand up there in front of a legislature and lie, and it's, it's really offensive. And I usually can keep my cool pretty well. I would say in Ohio, not that I lost my cool, but I had a moment where I just had enough, and I just couldn't take it anymore. And so I directly addressed all this slander. I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I tell you we got accused of – I got accused of being a vampire. We got accused of running a Ponzi scheme. I mean, it's just really outrageous, obnoxious, slanderous stuff. And, and the thing that I got accused of the most, or we got accused of, which is really offensive, so there are over 5 million people who support this, you and I included, and they, they were saying that all these people are stupid and they've been duped and they have no idea what they're doing. And so anytime you attack the, the integrity and the courage and, and the intelligence of the grassroots, 
across America. Those are my people, and I love those people. I know how hard they work. I understand their commitment to the cause, and so I'm going to push back against that, and that's what happened in Ohio. For just a moment, talk to listeners that are primarily in Florida, South Georgia. As mentioned, these states have already committed to a convention of states. What would you have listeners do to help the movement cross the finish line with those other states? What can they do? Well, I would say, and this is really important, I'm glad you brought this up, whether it's Florida, Georgia, or any other state that's already passed, there are 19 of them now, those folks are engaged on the ground in their own states doing multiple things. I mean, one is they're working on just working in their own state legislature, making sure the legislators know about Convention of States, stay in support. So there's a long-term process. The legislatures turn over. Got to let new people know what it is so that so that we keep it going in the state and it doesn't get rescinded. They can always rescind their resolution. And then the second thing is, in their own legislatures, the Convention of States folks are working on all kinds of issues. They are pro-life people, pro-Second Amendment people, pro-property rights people, election integrity people, ballot integrity people. They're organized and fighting the, a good fight on all of those issues. We provide them with the resources to do so, the systems to do so. And so they're engaged in politics at every level. We're actually helping to elect school board members all across the country as well. So if folks are interested in being engaged in politics, instead of just yelling at the radio and cheering you and I on, <laughs> they can actually go to conventionofstates.com, get signed up, and even in a past state. And then occasionally we're going to say to folks in Florida or Georgia, hey, we need your help in North Carolina. We need you to pick up the phone, call a bunch of people, 10 or 12 people, and say, hey, it's your moment right now, and we need you to call your legislators. This is how we make sure people stay engaged. Yeah, that that was a point I wanted to make sure we got to because, you know, if we try to reach out to state lawmakers, I've been pretty successful getting congressional representatives from other states on the show. But when you talk about state reps, they just they really don't have a need to talk to somebody in Florida if they're in North Carolina. Um, But the fact of the matter is the people in North Carolina, they definitely will listen to. And so what you're suggesting is that people across the country can engage these other states by virtue of using convention of states and you're taking calls uh, or making calls on behalf of, you know, the effort and, uh, and saying, join us in the party, the convention of states. So in our system, for example, in uh, North Carolina, I think we have about 80,000 folks in the system who are supporters of convention of states. So if somebody has signed up to be a volunteer, what we call our telepatriot missions, and they're from Georgia, they're going to get a list of folks to call in North Carolina who have previously expressed support for Convention of States. And they're going to say, hey, Mary, uh, look, it's up in your state in North Carolina right now. Here's who your state legislator is. Would you be willing to make the call that we need right now? Because one of the hardest things with activists is to keep them active. You know, people have lives. They're busy. They're not always paying attention. We need to let them know that the fire alarm is sounding now in their own state, and now is the time to make the call. So we get a very high level of engagement by other states calling into the states that are, that are considering their resolution right now and activating our existing base. Thanks for listening to a clip from The Morning Show with Preston Scott. If you want to hear more, check out the Preston Scott podcast on the iHeartRadio app or listen live 6 to 9 a.m. on WFLA Tallahassee in Panama City.